Welcome to Money with Jules LM from Catalyst Plus. This podcast is for the entrepreneur who is tired of working 60 hours per week in their business and who wants to spend more time enjoying life with their family and friends. This is episode four, the five tricks to saving money. Welcome back. It is so cool to have everybody giving me feedback about the podcast and I'm so incredibly grateful for you listening to me. This is Jules Alam from Catalyst Plus and I am here talking about money with Jules. Look, this week has been such a roller coaster for me and I am really sorry that um, the podcast is a couple of hours late, but we do have a new puppy in the house. His name is Frodo and an awesome little guide dog in training. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster, but I think Frodo and I and Indy are going to be a good little family for the next 12 months. Anyway, this week is about the second step of wealth creation. Last week we talked about earning money and being really savvy about the income choices that you make. And this week is about saving money. Now, saving money is not only awesome for your financial freedom and creating the financial life that you want and the the financially free and independent life, um, but it's also really great for the planet. Like, let's just think about this for just a little moment. If we saved more money than of what we earn, rather than spending on things that we're only going to use for a couple of wares or a couple of times, then we are helping the planet because we aren't consuming so much. So that's the first really good reason to save money. The second really good reason is the more that we save of what we earn, the less that we have to keep working so hard, we can pay off our bills, um, our mortgages, or our um, if you've got credit card debt, you can domino the credit card debt, and then we're in a much better position to create financial freedom and to create the life that we want without having to work 60 hours a week. Now, these principles work for business owners and for individuals. And in the Barefoot Investor, which, you know, I'm always talking about, he is incredible at showing you how to save money on little things, right? Because the little things always count. So the first step that um, Scott Pape talks about in the Barefoot Investor is... Um, is making sure that your financial institution is one that has no fees. So he recommends ING or UBank because for an individual, these banks um, don't have many fees. In fact, they're next to no fees. Um, So from that perspective, that's really great because the average Aussie 
spends at least $500 a year on simple things like ATM fees and their monthly management fee for their bank account. So first up, choose your financial institution carefully. For business owners, what I recommend you do is you look for a bank. Most banks will charge you a fee, but I, I tend to look for a bank that has a similar fee to everybody else, but who is very keen on helping you have um, like expand your business. Now, what I mean from that is um, making sure that you have a system where you can um, invite, invite other people in your business to help you manage your money like your bookkeeper or your accountant. And when you give user access to your bookkeeper, you only want them to be able to read the bank statement and to upload a bank file. Some banks like the CBA, ANZ, NAB, when you are using the basic business banking, they make you give absolute full access so the bookkeeper or the accountant can actually transact on your behalf we don't want that right we just want somebody to be able to prepare your supplier invoices and upload them for you and have access to the bank statement to have a look at transactions so that they can code quicker rather than ask you so many questions westpac on the other hand has their basic business banking allows you to invite a user for read-only access and upload file access and you still have full control over your bank account. Now they charge the exact same fees as um, the other the other banks so for a business owner we recommend um, business banking with Westpac for that purpose. It's to allow other people to serve you um, with your managing your money um, without the risk of them spending money without you approving it. And of course the onus comes back on you to keep checking the money that they're working with, right? So that's um, that's important as well. Now, so that's the first step of saving money is looking at where you're putting your money that you earn, um, which bank you use on a personal basis versus your business basis and making sure that your fees are low, but the, the um, requirements that you have is as, as expanded as possible. Right. So that's step number one. Step number two, as Barefoot talks about um, in his book, Scott Pape talks about, um, is setting up your buckets. Now, how Scott talks about it is um, is basically all of your money comes into a bucket. But most Australians, that bucket has a big hole in it. At, at the bottom so the money goes in and it goes straight out and you don't have um, the money to create a bit of security behind you what Scott recommends is in, in instead of that bucket having a hole in the bottom of it you set up other buckets that 
have a solid bottom in them. The first bucket is your Mojo account, which is three months of your living expenses saved away in an account that you never see on a daily basis. So you're not tempted to spend it. The second one is your daily expenses, which is, you know, your, you know, the food on your table, the rent, those kinds of things, electricity. Um, then you have the fire extinguisher, which is for bills that are unexpected or um, not really certain when they're going to come in. And then you have your splurge account, which is your weekly pocket money to spend on whatever you want. And your smile account, which is saving for things that um, are a bit more of a long-term um happiness so maybe a new car or a holiday or things like that now the thing that I have noticed as as an advisor for business owners is they happily will put the barefoot investor in place for their individuals like in their individual self in their personal world but when it comes to the business they don't do the same thing what I recommend we do is for our businesses, we start operating on a, on a mechanism where we have our buckets separated as well. So ideally, we're talking about having six months of, um, of savings for our operating expenses we want our daily expenses money. We want our GST and pay-as-you-go withheld money put aside every single time money comes in. We want to be able to have um, money put aside for things that we want to buy for our business. And then we also want to make sure that we're paying ourselves first. Oftentimes, business owners are busy just paying the bills. They don't pay themselves the wage that they want to earn so that that then triggers um, multiple problems on their personal savings goals as well. So what I'm recommending we do as business owners is use the mechanism of Barefoot Investor but be really clear that some of the money that we receive is never ours from the beginning. And what I mean by that is your superannuation for your employees, your wages for um, the tax withheld from wages and the GST component that you receive on your sales. Those three items, every single time you pay your employees or you receive money, needs to be separated into a separate account for GST and um, your ATO obligations. We also need to put aside money for our overall company tax obligation or if you're operating as a sole trader, 20% of everything that you earn, you want to be at a very bare minimum you want to be putting that into that ATO account as well. That is pretty much the Mojo account. Um, it's it's the account, um, well, not Mojo. Um, it's Mojo's the six months of 
operating expenses, but it's like your fire extinguisher. Um, so that's the second mechanism of saving. The third mechanism of saving is being really, really critical of where you spend your money. Now, I oftentimes have a look at businesses, they come to me and within a short period of time, I can see that they're spending money on stuff that doesn't really need to be done. So subscriptions for software that they're no longer using. Um, they've got old, outdated telephone bills that are costing them much more money than they really need to be spending. Um, they've got um, too many employees versus the income they're earning. Or they've got a really swanky rental location, but their clients don't care where they work. Um, and it's just more like they're, they're, um, they're like somewhere that looks pretty for themselves or whatever. What you need to do when you are looking at this is having a real critical look at your profit and loss on a monthly basis and looking to see where can I save money. Um, oftentimes what I do is I drill in to the last three months worth of expenditure because some things are a quarterly expense and I critically look at every expenditure item and see if there's anywhere that the business could save money. And then we go ahead and we start canceling subscriptions, canceling um, expenses that are no longer necessary. Then we look at um, where there's opportunities for us to actually save on, um, on costing of raw materials, for example, purchases. Um, is it cheaper for us to have an account or is it actually costing us money to have an account with our suppliers? Um, do we get any rebates for the, 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 like the volume of expenditure? How can we make more money um, from that? Is there any opportunity for referral fees that sits well with, with you? Um, those kinds of things or where you can earn commissions um, from those those referrals this is just one step that you can take in your business to look at ways that you can save money because let's think about it if we have money coming in so last week we talked about earning money if we have money coming in we want to keep as much of that money in our own pockets wherever possible, right? So some parts of it is making sure that um, the expenditure items that we've got are the best way that we can do that. But ultimately, we want to make sure that if we are spending money, we're spending it consciously and we're spending it on stuff that is saving us time, saving us money in the longer term. So that's that's that. The fifth and ultimate way to save money in a business 
is to make sure that you have the right structure and that you're operating in the right structure. I've seen some businesses operate in structures that are extremely expensive for the volume of income they're earning. So I'm meaning sole traders and partnerships. These two types of mechanisms to earn money mean that you go straight into the individual tax brackets. And um, after a certain value every year um, of profit, then you start making, um, like paying a lot of additional tax in excess of what you actually need to do. I've seen this cause people to pay 50, 60, and sometimes 100,000 in tax more over a three-year period than they should have ever paid. Um, and that is because they're using these, these older, simpler structures. Um, there's structures out there like companies and unit trusts um, that are a lot more cost-effective when it comes to the tax part of your expenditure. And that's where we really want to be looking at. And these are areas that you really and truly need to have a really strong commercial accountant that is also a tax accountant. You want somebody that understands your business, understands your vision and where you want to take it and make sure that you start up smart right from the very beginning. What you need to be asking your accountants are, um, hey, this is the business that I'm looking to create. What's the best vehicle for me to do that for? Sometimes, like in the old days, um, setting up a company used to be really expensive and cost prohibitive. And when you look at it, it's actually not that cost prohibitive um, these days. It's, you know, you can set up a company for six, seven hundred dollars sometimes, um, depending on where you are setting it up from. Um, if you do it online, it's relatively cheap. Um, but you really need to be using an accountant to help you with the tax strategy for how you can grow your business and make it cost effective. Um, in the old days, it used to be cost prohibitive to set up as a company, but these days it's pretty cheap. So yeah, so that's, that's my five tips. So your first tip is make sure you've got the right financial institution so you're not paying too many fees. Your second tip is to set up your savings buckets and your the, the different spots where you use your money. And the third is to be really critical of your expenditure and do an expenditure audit, both personally and business-wise. And then the fourth is to make sure that you are operating in the best tax structure that you possibly can so that you can keep more money in your pocket rather than paying extra tax. And that's it. That's my five easy peasy lemon squeezy savings tips 
for business owners. I hope this was of help for you and I'm really looking forward to seeing you again next week for our Money with Jewels. Have a rock star weekend. If this podcast was of use to you, come on over to moneywithjewels.com.au and leave a review on Apple iTunes.